0: Oh boy! I hope these uh, I hope these pre intro intros do not become uh, too much of a habit for me. Hey everyone! Um, before we get to this week's show, I want to share with you some news. That actually happened last week, but I really didn't want to sully the the fun, good time vibes of uh, the the Roxanne oral auditions episode. So I kind of withheld the information from you all for an extra week i apologize about that kind of um i am currently driving back from pittsburgh uh earlier than i expected paige and i have broken up uh, i don't want to get into too many details about it i want to respect her privacy um so i don't want to get into too many of the particulars of what what happened and who said what and for now i'd really like to keep that story to ourselves but man it's uh you know it hitting me hitting me hard she's my girl or was my girl the breakup which uh was a it was basically it was, a, it was pretty much an all day long breakup so it's uh 9:45 at night right now and i am just emotionally drained and i thought i'd give you all uh my last ounces of of feeling before i find myself in a bed and going limp um, i don't know it's um the issue that that no one's mad at the other one no one there wasn't an inciting incident that caused us to have to break up no one did like a thing is basically uh, mutually agreed upon amidst a lot of tears and it's an issue that's come up between us um, over and over again You know, at least during this year I think about non monogamy, polyamory, whatever you want to call it, or whichever one of those things you you fall under. Sometimes I'm still not sure what it is I feel and how I love or how I do or what's real, what's bullshit. I I'm really worried. Like, am I am I non monogamous or do I just want to be? able to bang other people, um, for, because like I'm afraid to commit or sometimes I can't tell, like, am I being true to myself or am I being selfish? It's like, have I, have I found this ideology that I can grasp onto as a fantastic excuse to go bang other people under the, the guise of morality? or is this just truly how I am and and how I'm more oriented towards a non-traditional relationship model? And, and if so is, is that going to make it, is that going to make it harder for someone to love me? Or am I just a selfish son of a bitch? I really don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just a piece of shit. You know, maybe I am just As much as I hate your average typical dude, bro, and your guy who likes to bang mad bitches and high five his friends, marking down notches on his bedpost. Although, I don't know who the fuck marks down notches on bedposts. I've never seen this before. Heard dudes talk about this, but it's a phrase. Um, As much as I talk shit about that, like, am I one of them? Am I one of them? But I just read a couple more books. Am I just completely full of shit? I mean if you listen to me I hope you've listened long enough to realize I am no relationship expert Oh Jesus Christ Um, People email me sometimes asking for my opinion Or they ask for advice And I'm like look You asking is all that qualifies me To give advice I am not an expert by any means And uh, for anyone who thought that I'm I'm sorry to smash your reality But I'm not I'm, I'm just a comedian with a fuck show like, what if I am just that asshole who's trying to bag a bunch of chicks and wants to just sling my dick wherever I'm allowed to? And I gotta... I mean, one of my earliest fears was, you know, am am I, am I keeping Paige in a situation she doesn't want to be in? Or am like, making her agree to non-monogamy against like that's the big fear, is, is having them agree to that and also not knowing having someone quietly and sadly accept terms because they love that person not because that's something they enthusiastically want to do too and as a beautiful woman once told me if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no so there's that fear. It's like I don't I, I don't want someone in it cuz I I've been in that scenario. That's what what that's sort of what caused this podcast to ever happen was these women I would date, the ones that I fell for, the ones that I want I saw I wanted to date seriously. Which I thought meant being exclusive with. I thought those were that's what that meant. I thought being exclusive meant you were serious. These women, they wouldn't be exclusive with me. They wouldn't even, they wouldn't date me seriously. And my choice was to stop seeing them entirely or to accept the lower position of a fuck buddy. Fuck buddy who, like, I also sometimes share my feelings with. So I never want someone to be in that position. I don't want someone to sadly accept being with me under painful circumstances just because they love me. Because I know how how badly that fucked me up. I'm not saying I'm some sort of poly detractor. It's just um, it's it's a breakup like this that makes me have to do a check-in. Like, could I do monogamy? I don't know. I did it once. I did it for 14 months and then And then like a very brief three months stint or two months stint in college that y'all don't really know much about yet. It's like, could I do it? Yes, I'm very good at rules. Like if I agreed to be monogamous with someone, I will do it. Uh, Will I be happy that way? Is that the way I want to live my life? I don't think so. But if it comes at the cost of, of never knowing love like I've been experiencing for the last 21 months or so then that's that would be a difficult decision. I, I, I told Paige um, this morning I told her my biggest fear was not losing her. My biggest fear was her Staying in a situation that made her unhappy with me. But but her not standing up for herself to demand what she wanted or to leave. That was my big fear. Like I'd be sad. I am sad. I'm sad. I've been crying all day. No longer having her be mine, so to speak. Polly people, don't jump on the, the use of language, Please. And I know I'm gonna experience love again. That's a you know I'm not going to get overly dramatic and be like, oh my god, I don't know. Like, will anyone ever love me ever again? Um, I wonder if I'm gonna get pulled up. Nope, that's not a cop. Okay, cool. Last thing I need to do is get pulled over during a breakup day. Um, I, I know I'll experience love again. I'm not uh, so naive or, or whatever to think, oh my gosh, my you know it's never gonna happen. And I know someone will love me again one day. But I don't know. This is the first time I got the experience that like adult love and and someone loving me. And I don't know. I I am worried, you know, like what if no one ever loves me the way this girl loves me? Cause she loves me a whole lot. And she's a fantastic girlfriend. And I really hope I'm not wrong about who I am as a person, because if I'm wrong and I and I lose her, wow, that would doubly suck. So, anyways, um, no, no need to send me breakup presents uh, because. When Paige and I had our, like, 10-day breakup back in March, a lot of you were very kind and mailed me stuff, and that was super nice of you. But, I mean, let's just count those as the breakup gifts. No no need to send more. Um, oh, Okay, so, anyways, now you know, and now let's move forward, okay? Uh, we're going to have a good show with whoever is on the podcast this week. I have no idea yet because... I have not recorded it (laughs) yet, Um, but I'm sure it's a fantastic episode, and I hope you all enjoy it. And I'm going to cut to the commercial break, and then when we come back, I'm going to do an intro in the then present, which is my future, where I will hopefully be uh, a bit more over it, less crying, um, less devastated uh and and have a good show so uh, you know look i um thank you as always for downloading thank you for tuning in to me every week and i i love you all i love you all except todd a little bit because he voted for trump but otherwise i love you all so much thanks for listening now let's get to the show Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to the Anthony Scaracucci's, Kelly Cuntaway's, and Paul Manifux. Enjoy prison one day. This is Billy Prusita, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. What is up everyone? Uh, if my voice sounds a little raspy, a little out of it, it's because, well, I, I, my body's a little out of it. I gotta start resting up, I got Man Con coming up soon. Alright, uh, if you are new to my program, this is a podcast where I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, and why we didn't work out. However, this week's special guest is not one of my former flames, no, I've got on fellow comedian David Piccolomini who is also a uh, sex and dating podcaster and who's uh, who you heard last week on the oral auditions. He was uh, suitor number three. I'm sure you'll recognize his voice in a little bit. But first, show dates, people show dates. All right. Uh, tomorrow, September 28th, I'm going to be in Ithaca, New York, upstate. Uh, I'll be at the barbershop at eight o'clock as part of the Finger Lakes Comedy Festival. Then, obviously, the big important date, October 8th, is the Manhor Podcast live show at the People's Improv Theater here in New York City. Tickets are available at manhorpodcom slash live. Makes for a great date night, and it's going to be me and four of my exes on stage getting into the dirty deets about us, our sex lives, and why we didn't work out. Plus some fun uh, sex toy giveaways and games. It's, it's going to be a really fun night. If you live in the greater New York City area, if there's ever been a show to come to, if there's ever been a thing I've promoted, this is the thing. October 8th. I want to pack out that room with Man Whore Podcast fans. I really want to see you there. Please uh, please come through for me on this one. This is like the one thing I really, really need my New Yorkers to come on out to. And for more information on my upcoming comedy shows, you can go to manhorpodcom slash comedy. Oh, man, uh, I got body painted this weekend. And I th- you know what? It's something I really needed. I have been, you know, I've still, it's, you know, maybe 10 days after the breakup. I'm still feeling, you know, down about it. As many of you know, I streamed the body painting session on the manhor Podcast fan page. And then when we took off my underwear and it became a naked body painting session, we streamed that on Patreon. which uh, Which you can still watch that video if you are pledged for at least $5. This is my third time getting body painted. And it just, you know, when you're in that full paint, you feel like a different person. You feel like a character almost. And for... You know, I got painted for six hours and then I wore the paint for maybe another three or four hours before I finally took a shower and and took it off. For that time, I was almost not Billy Persida. And I was almost not a guy reeling from a breakup. I was this thing, this I oh my gosh! go to any of my social media accounts and you'll see the pictures. Holy shit, I looked so fucking cool. They did this like design where the black lines like creating muscle patterns on me, but then they used the colors of the various chakra, so like my my cock area uh, was all like a bright red, but like my head was blue, and my heart was green, and my belly was yellow and weighed more than I wanted to at the moment, but like I didn't care i could I didn't feel fat. While I was getting painted. It's like the only time I truly forgot that I feel tubby. When I looked in the mirror at what they turned me into, I felt like a superhero. I well honestly, I looked, I felt more like a, a woodland creature. I could have played Puck in a Midsummer Night's Dream in the getup they had me as. It was amazing. And the, the face were the face paint was amazing. And oh and they put this like fun, glittery stuff in my hair. It's just it was the balls. And they painted my balls. <laughs> and we also had a really fun photo shoot. So it was really cool. Go to the Manhor Podcast Facebook page, check out the videos. We have some really cool conversations while they're painting me. And if you want to see my peen, if you want to see it truly all hang out, go pledge $5 at slash Manhor Podcast. And you can watch that two hour video uh, up there. Uh, and if you want to know who the artists are, if you want to check out their artwork, they're fantastic body painters. Um, I have I'll have their Instagram handles in the show notes, but their names are uh, Lenore Koppelman and Jessica Mello. They are fantastic and insanely talented because they turned my schlubbiness into a sexy piece of art, and I am uh, so grateful that I had that opportunity to do that. Uh, let's get to some of your emails. I like reading your emails. Uh, One of the things I hate about being on my phone is when I'm constantly refreshing every app, everything and just go, I just switch from Facebook to email, to Twitter, to Instagram, Facebook, to to email, to Twitter, to Instagram. And I'm like, oh shit, it's been three hours. Hate that part. My favorite part of being on my phone is getting emails from you. Checking my emails and be like, oh my God, an email or waking up be like, oh, we got some emails like this is great. So I love getting these. They, they really do bright up my day. Um, Got a whole lot of stuff to say. I mean, like, I got reactions from last week's oral auditions episode. Like, I got this email just, like, three hours ago. uh, And the the subject line is, your show fucking rocks. And it says, my girlfriend and I randomly discovered your podcast and listened to your oral sex audition episode on a long drive. (laughs) We laughed so fucking hard. Big fans now. Uh, Signed, Kyla and Jola. And Thank you, Carla and Jola, for writing in because that was, re- that, you know, makes me feel all nice and special and warm and fuzzy. So <laughs> uh, this email did not make me feel warm and fuzzy at first. But before you get super angry at the guy, he redeems himself. The subject line is Team BJ2. This guy, Matthew, writes, uh, where were you in the porno? I literally did not see you. Also, how come you never pose nude? This is, by the way, after I've been, I don't even know, for weeks telling people that I was going to stream myself naked getting body painted, literally posing nude. But this guy chooses to ignore that fact. Um, I told him that I'm in there, but you can't really see me there. Uh, I told him I don't pose nude because I'm a comedian and a podcaster and I am not a porn star nor a model. (laughs) It's a very simple answer. Then uh, there's some back and forth and and he continues, do you ever video record any of your sessions to post or like your own porn videos? And I'm like, my sessions? Use your words, sir. Because like, I don't know what you mean. He says, okay, words are hard to type when people are moaning in my ear. So do you ever record yourself with cameras when jerking off or having sex or getting blowjobs to share or post? And then I repeated to him, no, I am not a porn star. I'm a comedian and podcaster now I'm gonna I'm gonna redeem this guy and say he pledged ten dollars on patreon after I called him out on his bullshit so we're not gonna be mad at this guy but I want to point out that this is not the first time this type of behavior has happened and it's not only men I've had people say like hey, why don't you pose nude? why where can I see you naked? But it's like, I'm not, that's not what I do. I am a podcaster. I talk about sex. I have some fun sex, but I am not a porn star. And this is one of the emails I sent to the guy in our, in our many back and forth. I said, I would say this. If you said that to a female comedian podcaster, Hey, do you ever pose naked? How would that play out? Is that appropriate? I was polite in the beginning and saying there's an opportunity to see me naked on the body painting live stream on Patreon. But to ask a non-porn star entertainer if they post some free porn, it's just not appropriate. And it's not appropriate because that's not what I do. To reach out to a porn star and say, hey, where can I see you naked? They can give you a link. So they'll be like, yeah, here you go. And then you can say, do you ever post free porn? And they can say, some will say no. And some will say, you can see some on Twitter. But that's because that's what they do. That's not what I do. Just keep that in mind, everybody. Now, this next part, these next emails, these are multiple emails from different people in an insane movie-esque connection that I am just fucking in love with. Okay. This adventure starts on Reddit where I posted the link to the uh, the Oral Sex Auditions podcast from last week, episode 180, right? I get a message from some random guy uh it's titled if you do this in LA the message says I'm very game not a sex god but I've been called a pussy wizard Now my initial reaction is similar to the guy we just talked about Matt where this is an unsolicited asking for me to do help them with some sort of sexual favor So I just I was like excuse me, uh, but did I put an ad out to do this in L.A.? He's like, no, I don't think you did. I'm like, great, cool, because like if I didn't put an ad out in L.A., it means I'm not doing it in L.A., and if I do one in L.A., you will see a post for it, and that is the time to apply. Not to ask me to set you up with with a woman to eat out for no reason. I then separately, unrelated, get an email from a woman named, uh, we're going to call her Anonymous as fuck she writes uh the subject line is the oral sex auditions she writes dear man whore i just listened to the oral sex auditions and i was compelled to write to you number one love the podcast so thank you number two and the reason i'm writing should you do this in los angeles i have a man i would like to recommend my friends and i nickname him the pussy wizard for obvious reasons Would be happy to enlighten you more should this be something you want to entertain. I would even suggest having this one guy pair up with five different women to see if they all have a mind-blowing experience. Your newest fan, Anonymous uh, AF. One of the things I responded to her, I'm not going to read all the emails uh, from the back and forth, but I said, uh, I have a very odd feeling that your friend already messaged me on Reddit. Uh, But by the way, I've thought about doing the reverse You know, having one man eat out five different women and having them compare. But uh, in my mind, I always assumed it would be me acting as the tongue in question. It is my podcast, after all. (laughs) Um, So she emails me recommending this Pussy Wizard. So then I go back to Pussy Wizard on on Reddit and I say, Hey, do you have a friend named Emily? He's like, I do indeed. We were chatting about your show this morning and uh, we had met via Tinder on a pussy eating specific profile. The profile came out of encouragement from another one of my lady friends. I was like, holy shit. Your friend emailed me to recommend you to me for other women. So that was wild. Uh, And then, again, separately from all of this, a, a, a second woman emailed me. Subject line, love the oral sex auditions. She says... Uh, Hey, Billy, I just listened to the new episode yesterday and it was my absolute favorite ever. Just like Roxanne, I'm not having satisfying sex. Although, unlike Roxanne, I have zero options. Haven't ever really had any. Frustrating. So when I tapped into this episode, I lost my mind. It was a fantastic idea on your part. I've already told three friends that somebody better figure something out for me so I can live my best life for at least a night. I also loved, loved that you included the audio. So hot. That was actually my favorite part. Can you come to Los Angeles and do this too? Thanks for a great episode. Crystal. Whoa. Los Angeles needs someone to eat her out. Separately from that, Los Angeles wants to eat people out. Third person corroborating the pussy wizardness of this guy. I mean, I think we have a match. Look, I did not get into uh, the, the sex podcasting game to play Matchmaker. However, this seemed like an obvious fit. So after asking each, uh, te- making each of the two people aware that something was going on, um, I asked if they wanted me to connect them, so I did. So I, I told them, uh, look, this guy's been accused of being a pussy wizard. I say, drop him in your snatch, and if he floats, he's a witch! And I told him to be nice because apparently she has allegedly zero options in the second biggest city in the country. So I don't know what that's about. But should they bang each other out, I, uh, I will be getting a story back. I will be getting a report. And I will certainly share that with you people. So look at that. The Manhor podcast matching tongues with twats. Wonderful. Wonderful work. We're, do- we're just doing the Lord's work here at the Manhor podcast. No big deal. <laughs> oh man uh let's see we're gonna we're gonna skip that because, look, the intro is already getting plenty long. I do want to give uh an oral sex auditions update if you remember from last week's episode, Roxanne wanted to meet four of the five guys uh three of those four guys wanted to meet up with her, so I gave her their contact info. Chris, remember the guy who he was last? He didn't actually go down on her because. They just ended up talking and talking and talking and they really hit it off personality wise. So they met up, uh, I believe, and just, you know, nothing really happened again. She said that she just did not feel some sort of sexual chemistry. Then this week's guest, David, I I gave them contact info, but I don't think anything really panned out there either. However, suitor number one, porno gym. Oh, wow. The winner. He has been cast in the role of having sex with my friend Roxanne. Yay! <laughs> um, and I ended up recording a bonus episode with Porno Jim for my $5 and up members on Patreon. Uh, that episode will come out tomorrow. But right now, I wanted to give you all a little teaser, a little taste, a little more of me with Porno Jim talking a little bit about, uh, about him and Roxanne.
1: Uh, I've been trying to keep track. I actually have been with 151 women now, and uh, so all
0: sex acts or or penis and vagina or what.
1: Oh, those are women who I've had penis and vagina sex with okay. uh, at least once. And uh, and so in that time, I've been trying to you know, develop my skills, and in that way I've actually gotten good. I've Also, uh, when I was 17, before I actually had any dates, uh, I actually read a book called Orogenitalism. And it was a book with no pictures that described for many, many, many dozens of pages exactly how one goes down on a woman. So I had a lot of grounding in that along with an enormous amount of written pornography. And between those things, I had a really good understanding of before I'd actually gotten close to a vagina. And then when I started doing that, by the by the fifth or sixth woman i was going out with i kind of had got a clue about it and now obviously many 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 i don't know 30 foot whatever years later uh, i've had a lot of practice
0: wait so you you went out and searched for how old were you when you found this book
1: well, I've been watching and reading pornography since I was 11.
0: Sure, sure. But, but like, the
1: book originalism I got when I was 17.
0: And you're seeking that out because you were like, I want to be better. Oh, I didn't stuff. know
1: that book existed. No one knows how, that book exists. It's a very into- rare book. I found it at a bookstore. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, I got to read this. And so, so I, I still have it probably. It's here somewhere. Amazing. And, yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and so how long do you think it took for you to become a, a connoisseur?
1: Well, a connoisseur is someone who appreciates the good and qualities things that's approached to him. Look, Like, Don't you know, fact I, check I, my so, vocab. So, I, get, so, I, so, so I, I wouldn't say I'm a connoisseur of vaginas. I find the ones that like me and I like them back. But the fact is, how did I get to be skilled at this particular thing I decided early on that I was not cute enough or interesting enough or rich enough to not be good <laughs> in bed? So I was going to be good at that. Plus, I really wanted people to have sex with me forever. And I'd been hearing how people who get married in long term relationships stop having sex. And I was like, well, they won't want to stop having sex with me if I'm good at It'd be real good so, so i decided to get good we'll at it and this was way before i was porno gym that didn't happen until almost 20 years ago but uh but by then i was starting to go and date a lot of people and i would date three four people at a time and sometimes it would get serious and sometimes it wouldn't but i was always dating a lot of people and that eventually led to me understanding that i was polyamorous i was interested in having multiple relationships and if you have multiple relationships you've got to be good at sex because otherwise why do they keep dating you
0: yeah you don't want to disappoint multiple women at once that's what i'm saying have four just... or five
1: women <laughs> pissing at you at the same time that's too much pressure on my brain
0: amazing amazing yeah. Um, and so, so at Roxanne's place, you know, what were your feelings going into it? Because you had never done anything like this before, right?
1: No, I'd never actually met anybody uh, blind and then just had sex. So I'd met people been the... at sex parties yeah. where I didn't know them, and so I just met them at a sex party. Yeah. But even there, you get to talk for five minutes, you meet their husband, you do basic things like that. <laughs> Here, I was just literally going to a room where I'd never seen a picture or any understanding of what this woman looked like. I didn't know what she was going to like. And like I mentioned on the podcast, if she's not finding me attractive, it doesn't matter That's... how good I am, it's not going to work, right? You so... you really, you
0: don't you think there's no such thing as, uh, as some stuff? sort of magic finger click that's gonna make it not matter what you look like
1: I guess I don't
0: I'm not that good
1: you know okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not magic I'm just skilled I don't and, know
0: Roxanne described you as pretty magical well
1: for Roxanne my stuff really worked because she finds me attractive sure. so it worked out really nicely but if I happen to have I don't know let's say she didn't like beards and uh. she, I, you have a beard and I don't have a beard if she didn't like beards and I had one that would be it or quite the opposite if she really liked beards and I didn't have one my whole experience wouldn't have been the same for her but it worked mm-hmm. out really nicely and like I said we've still been dating so she still finds me attractive yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So if you would like to hear the entire half-hour bonus episode with Porno Jim, head on over to patreoncom podcast and pledge at least $5. That will give you access not only to that bonus episode which comes out tomorrow, but it will give you access to dozens and dozens of additional bonus episodes. Now for this week's guest, David Piccolomini. Uh, this is a really fun one. Oh, David and I just really hit it off. Uh, maybe we should date. Who knows? Probably not. It's, <laughs> he likes he likes cosmic encounters or something, and it's a, just a really bad board game. David and I uh, haven't known each other for several years. We met actually when I was doing a uh, sex storytelling show called Bear, and he was on it as well. And uh, oh, right. I'm totally forgetting the story. I'm just remembering it now. So a listener came to the show and she brought a friend. So after the show, uh, her, me and the friend were all talking. And then David showed up and started talking with us as well. Another listener had also came on her own. So she started joining and hanging out with us. And then out of fucking nowhere, he wasn't in the show, but he was in the bar And all of a sudden, my friend Grant from, like, the poker world, he was there. So now all six of us are talking. And then so the friend who brought a friend, the listener who brought a friend, her and I were very much tuned into each other. And it's like we were going to touch each other soon. But then David and her friend, like, left the bar. So apparently they went home together. And then Grant ended up hooking up with the, the, the third girl, the other listener of the podcast. So, you know, the Manor podcast really did some matchmaking that night, uh, incidentally. Uh, so that was kind of fun. <laughs> uh, but, but, so I've known David since then, and now he has his own uh, sex and dating podcast. It's called Tinder Tales. It's all about online dating. Uh, I have actually been on the podcast myself. You can go back and find my episode in his feed, so, I, but I do encourage you all to check out his show. He's got some great guests on there. I hope you all enjoy this one, because I, I, I genuinely enjoyed uh, making this one. Let's get on over to me and David Lamini.
2: Someone you fucked,
0: so, like... Right. Yeah, so for the special guests, you know, we just talk about... I mean, like... You know, if they're super interesting, you know, and they, like, are wrestling fetish porn star, we talk about that. And if they're boring like you, then we (laughs) talk about, you know... Just (laughs) analytics on dating, uh, like... Yeah, just... Look, well, this will be great. How gonna be to two- manage
2: four girls at the same time. Uh, God, no, that made me sound like a pip. That's not yeah, what it was. Yeah,
0: there's going to be uh, two straight dudes talking about how good they are at sex. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, perfect. That's, so yeah, uh, I wrote that down. Two dude, straight dudes dude. talk about how good they are at sex. Just to remind myself. <laughs> <laughs> In case you forgot how good you were at sex. Or, yeah, or to remind myself that we should, like, acknowledge that up top so yeah, no. So roll their I,
2: eyes this whole time.
0: Like, I mean, it's
2: it's that weird thing of, like... I, I feel like if you set the goal for, because so many, I feel like so many uh, guys and just the general cultural thing of like, oh, it's like tough to have sex with women. Like you have to really know what you're doing or like, but it's like, yes, but you have to like, it's not, it's not unachievable for anyone everyone can be good at sex. Yeah. Like even if you're like a dude with a two inch stick that comes too quick, you could still be good at sex. Yeah. You just have to learn the other parts.
0: You're just not gonna be great at penetrative like P and the V sex, but you'll be great at other parts of sex. You're you're just gonna be very efficient at P and V <laughs> sex. <laughs> yeah, I so I was just at the, the sex expo yes. and I was watching Reed Mahalko do his talk and he's doing a talk about negotiating threesomes, but one of the lines he says um he was talking about why he gets laid so much because it's people come to him they feel safe coming to him because they know he's slutty and they know he's open-minded different things he says most of us most people don't give themselves permission to be creative about what sex is so if sex to you is just that penis and vagina then yes that two-inch dick that comes too quick probably not gonna be great at sex yeah but if you expand your mind to what you start talking
2: the Jamming your dickhead I into even the cunt. Thought client. about that?
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, that could be what sex. If just if you open your mind, sex could I mean, be like we're gonna massage each other with birthday cake and make out. <laughs> Who knows? If- <laughs> If you open your mind, massage to- each other with birthday cake. I uh, have eaten birthday cake off someone's pussy though. Um, there you go. Poster. That's a great. <laughs> but it's like, but yeah, if you open your mind to like what sex we define sex as, like yeah. you can become good at whatever that thing is that you decide it is.
2: Well, as long as both parties are achieving uh, uh, something fulfilling out of a, an intimate act involving your bodies. Right. I think that's yeah, yeah. That's like that's I like. Uh, not to define sex for anyone, <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, yeah, uh, penis and vagina is probably the more the or penis in something like you put a penis in something is like the most standard version of sex, I guess sure. for straight people but i'm i'm really trying to like negotiate around like All set up base, yeah set a, <laughs> set a base definition are you definition. trying to not
0: get tweeted at is that what you're <laughs> uh, no please
2: tweet it please tell me i'm wrong like uh like i can't tell the difference between good and bad a- attention and in turn it makes it so that i learn things
0: oh be careful with that because then you get into some big trouble like me so well with yeah negative attention there is negative attention, David. <laughs> no, I know there
2: is, but I can't feel the difference. Yeah. I'm just like people are looking at me. This is great. Well, uh, let's, <laughs>
0: let's look at you. Uh, right now, I'm sitting <laughs> down with my friend and uh, fellow stand-up comedian, David Piccolamini. Hello. Attempt to spell that one, everybody. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: I look. I I have it on my Twitter in two different ways. So if someone spells it wrong, it shows up still.
0: Oh, very. Well, it's like your handle one, but your name is the other. Yeah. Oh, that's crafty. Look, you I'm, should work in SEO. Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: Oh, uh, apparently, uh, I'm going to plug my podcast already. Uh, but someone was telling me yesterday that uh, they recorded an episode of my podcast, Tinder Tales. Which is all about online dating. They recorded an episode, and apparently, when you search his name, it's the first thing that pops up. When you search whose name? Uh, oh, his name. Yeah, when the, you search his name.
0: Are they saying anonymous? Oh ask? no, Courtney Fearington. <laughs> I go. can tell
2: it. Yeah, the the live episode will be out too. But he was like, yeah. So apparently, girls like will Google him, and that's the first thing they see about him. And they listen to an episode where he like talks about his anxiety and all his date ideas. But that's good because that's
0: endearing. They're hearing like a like a like oh, a vulnerable I mean, part. Whereas in me, you search me, you just see the word whore over and over and over. And then it's on like a real estate billboard and then it's whore some more. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh every, everyone uh that I like everybody that I've dated recently has like Googled me and they'd be like, Oh yeah, Tinder Tales. And I'm like, Yep, uh well, you wanted to still go out with me, right? That means I was good yeah. at online dating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well uh well you know you were also on the last week's oral auditions yes, episode. Yes, I was. I was on the oral auditions episode. Which was a hit. Uh people really dug it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's
2: like it's, it's a very cool idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you were you were
0: suitor number 3.
2: Uh, yeah. All I feel like I, I didn't realize you were bringing in a ringer because uh, I listened to the episode. <laughs> if you bring in a ringer first, oh, yeah. yeah, we're all just going to look like good. Well, I, didn't,
0: I didn't know he was going to be first. Someone actually, the person before he was supposed to be second, and then the first guy canceled uh, and then ended up rescheduling, and, and he ended up being the last guy. Gotcha. Um, so I didn't. Oh, so to he have was nervous the whole time.
2: Who? The, the first guy turned last guy?
0: Oh, Chris. Yeah. Uh, no, he just he thought he wasn't going to be able to make it. And I said no. The timing uh, works. Come later. Uh, but but Jim, you know, Porno Jim. Yeah, he was supposed to be second, but he yeah, I didn't mean for him to go first, but you know, he did set the he did set yeah, the he tone. set the bar super high. <laughs> like I heard, I was like, oh, I'm dealing with a professional, <laughs> <laughs> a professional pussy eater. Yeah,
2: I'm a I'm a great
0: amateur, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a rising talent. <laughs> uh, yeah, some someone in an industry room is like, hey, uh, who's some of the rising talent <laughs> cunnilingus <legacy laughs> these days? Who's a uh, Who's really up and coming?
2: He's got a good heart. Good,
0: he's good heart. He's, he's Although, got really tight in the act, but
2: uh, yeah. I, well, what was crazy is that she was like, "Yeah, it's okay if you're dating a smoker." And I'm like, "What tipped you off to me being uh-huh. a smoker?" I, I, but I don't smoke.
0: That's that was so funny when you texted me that.
2: Yeah, because I don't smoke at all. This is like listen to the last episode or the episode a couple before or whatever.
0: Yeah, no, no it will be the the one right before this. One. Okay, great, and yeah, no, <laughs> but it was I don't like.
2: But part of like I said that in the last episode, but I want to dispel the idea that like making a woman come is like some like crazy, like intricate act you have to learn with like dance moves and like whatever. Like you have to like memorize a code. It's the Konami code over it's and over It's easier again.
0: than DDR is what you're saying. Yes, because uh, I have never been good at DDR. Oh, I lost <laughs> 40 pounds playing Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> That and like starving myself, but like I like to think it was the dancing. Dance it was Revolution. the i D. DD- I'm just picturing like gothy little gothy
2: you, and just being like,
0: "What makes you think I was gothy?"
2: You were playing a lot of DDR.
0: I was playing DDR because I was a loser. I was not gothy. I sorry, those were the same people at my high school. <laughs> <laughs> uh but sorry you were saying you wanted to dispel the myth oh that- so
2: like because it's that thing of like if you listen and especially like uh uh roxanne uh in the last episode she was very much like hey do this do this and it's like cool if you tell me to do that you think you do that and it's great yeah and it's it like people know how to get themselves off so they've been doing it for a long time
0: <laughs> yeah that's amazing so where so something you touched on was that like you were young and you wanted to be good at sex because you were like a smaller guy.
2: Uh, it's not right? even it's not even like a dick that it's literally like a. Uh,
0: no, not not dick smaller. I mean you were like, your oh I was well, stature. so uh, smaller man. High school.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I grew up uh homeschool co op Baptist.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Wait. What?
2: Like, like uh, I went to a homeschool, or so I was homeschool two days a week, and then
0: I went you to. Know what's a, funny I know what two of those three things are, Baptist and homeschool. Yeah, what the? I still don't co op. Yeah, I still understand what co op co-op I'll
2: explain. Don't worry. It's it's an insanity thing. It's a cult. Uh, so I go um to so I would go to I would be home two days a week and I would go to a Baptist church three days a week where other people's moms would teach all the kids. Okay, like my like my mom taught like the four year olds. Uh, and then like I was taught by like a Spanish teacher who was like someone else's. Madre, oh, it was like yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm so broken inside. <laughs> Madre, you
2: know, like Spanish. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I got taught in the, and it was like in, it, like it was in, like looking back at it, it's insanity what it was. It was just like this thing, like we, uh, like the way I learned about what a blowjob was is because Bill Clinton got one and he's a bad guy. <laughs> like that's like. That's all I knew about it. And it was just like, oh, you can't get those, especially not outside of marriage. Right. It was, oh, it was real gross. And then I went to a public high school, but I was 4'7 and like 70 pounds. So I became like just like a desexualized like thing that
0: just is there. You are an appendix in like any friend circle.
2: Yeah, uh, I I eventually just like were you. Funny? Were you the funny guy? No, uh, no. I was. What I was, was annoyed. your worth?
0: Annoying. What value did you get provide to the
2: youths? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, okay, <laughs> no. so I went. I went. Uh, like I went to like I hung out originally with the stoners who I didn't even realize were stoners at the time. They were the just just, ones who
0: let you hang out.
2: Yeah. They but they felt so bad they I was so weird and like innocent they wouldn't let me get high with them. Ah uh, yeah. They were just like, I can't let like this like boy child get high. <laughs>
0: right. The sixteen year old's like, we can't let this bright eyed fifteen year old get high. Come on. But I we looked gotta like be an responsible juniors. <laughs> I looked like an eight year old and that was the problem. <laughs> okay.
2: Okay Yeah, I look I was so like four seven, I was like a tiny like people thought I was someone else's kid. <laughs> that just was there. Right. Like a teacher's kid that didn't start school on time. Uh-huh. And that kind of carried with me. And I was also weird, so I didn't know how to, like, be like, nah, I fuck, ladies. Uh, but, but you didn't fuck. No, I didn't. Right. No, but I didn't know how to, like, Like, I feel like high school is just posturing. You're all just, everybody at high school is just like, oh, yeah, I know what vaginas are. I'm ready.
0: Vaginas. <laughs>
2: I'm ready for that. Like I feel like that's all it is. Yeah, high school. It's just a bunch of people. Like no one, no one's good at at sex in high school. No. Or if they are, they they probably were abused. Uh... <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no no. <laughs> Wait, you've never, you've never sex with someone where you're like, oh, you probably had a rough family upbringing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait. So why did so you had this theory where you were like, if I get good at sex. Oh, so yeah, right. That was the
2: whole point of that. So I was like completely desexualized throughout high school and into college. Like I got, a, like I started like doing a little bit of stuff. Like nineteen was when I first had sex, but then that was with a girlfriend, and then we broke up. And I'm like, well, I'm like weird and like awkward and like people aren't gonna and like not like super handsome. So if people wanna are gonna wanna fuck me again, like I have to be really good at this, right? So I kind of made it like a measure I was like, yeah, just get good at sex. There's no reason not to. Uh huh. You treat it like a skill and it you can do it.
0: Right. There's no there's no reason not to take your vitamins. Just do that. Yeah. Absolute Vitamin
2: D. All right. Oh uh, god. Oh god. Whatever. You made a madre joke.
0: <laughs> that was very well placed. It's very <laughs> subtle.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But that's the whole thing with all of that is like. Uh, so do you do you get your like self worth from how good you are at sex or at the time did you? Uh, I I definitely get some of it from it. It's uh. it's a weird thing like knowing that. I mean, unless every woman is faking with me, which I'm sure some are. Sure, sure. absolutely. Like, because uh, no one knows how to talk about that in a way that's like. Because I've also had people who are like, I normally don't come, and I'm probably not going to with you, but I still enjoy the act of sex, right? And I'm like. Great, I'm gonna really try. But if that's your normal, then I'm not mad at you for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But sometimes I don't know. Like sometimes I have to. If they don't do that for me, I almost have to like open. I have to almost uh like um like build the space for them to be able to say that. I have to be like, hey, by the way, like I just have to, don't fake. Like, come on. I, I almost tell them don't do that. It's fine. I'm not. My ego's not gonna be broken. I don't do it that like that just now. But no, I mean, that would
2: be weird if you're like. By the way, if you fake, you have to tell me.
1: <laughs>
2: that's just the, it's like being a cop. You have to tell me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but like I, I like to try to let them know that like my ego's not gonna be damaged if they don't come. Exactly. And if they don't come, it's also fine. I don't, like they may think it's fine, but I I want them to know I think it's fine too. And that the only thing that's not fine if like it's just not fun or it doesn't feel good, in which case yeah. they should tell me. Absolutely. I, I mean sometimes like
2: it. I fake sometimes. Like I'm just like have you faked? I've faked on rare occasions. Every, like sometimes it, it's just like, I'm, I'm hard, ha- but I'm not going to get there. I'm not mentally in the right space.
0: Yeah. And sometimes I've, or like I know I'm going soft and I'm like, you know what? Like if I like pretend to come now. And usually it's been when I'm like really self conscious with a particular person. I also don't think I faked an orgasm in like at least a couple years. <laughs> I think like before my relationship, but yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, well, what was the, okay, with the not, like, and sometimes you're just like, I'm not going to come this time.
0: No, usually, like, if I'm going to, if I fake it, it's usually because, like, it was like I was getting, I, I was not going to be able to maintain the erection. Gotcha. So I was like, oh, but if I go, if I came, then it's cool to go soft. That's fair. But no, that's, I like, get 24, 25-year-old thinking. Now I'm, like, such a mature 28-year-old. Um, excuse You, uh, you, know so you know what's- Now I know how to say I'm good. It uh, you know was I've definitely faked in both
2: directions. Where uh, I had a condom on, and, like, no, like, and right. I I came too early, and I was yeah. like, sex is not done, and then I just kind of pushed through it. But you know, you're not supposed to do that,
0: right? That makes the condom less effective. Real, I did not know. I that. Uh, the, no big deal. Everyone, I, I was I've been featured twice on Savage Love cast, Um anonymously, not I, with okay. no name. Uh, but I had called in and I asked a question because a lot of times he'll say, you know, about. The effective, and it's like 99% effective when used properly. You'd always throw in that caveat when used correctly. And I was like, all right, I think I know what using correctly means. Can you give us examples of what using a condom incorrectly means? Cuz I don't I'm not sure. Maybe <laughs> I'm, and one of the things was when you ejaculate, you're not supposed to keep pumping cuz then you could start forcing um, semen around. The semen up the shaft and then out the, the the tip and then it could seep out that way or you could burst the tip of the condom if everything is in the oh, right yeah, way. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So when you come, you're not supposed to like really keep thrusting a lot. Fair. as much as she would want to so a lot of times if i can tell she really needs me to keep it you know sometimes women go like fuck do do not stop, do yeah, not yeah, stop yeah, right? yeah 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 and if i come and i'm in a condom um and she, it's one of those like i will do my best to very quickly replace with the finger to keep that oh body. that's yeah, smart yeah, yeah. that's much smarter than yeah. what i apparently because at don't. that point she doesn't care about that it's a dick or not she's like whatever <laughs> that is that motion needs to continue <laughs> keep pressing in this way yeah 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 and yeah. keep like thrusting yeah
2: because I've definitely, like, I've came and then kept fucking and then... Not good. Not a good idea. Now I know that. Now, now you know. I know. Now uh, but then I'll have to fake afterwards.
0: Yes, you gotta fake
2: afterwards. <laughs> I'm like, ah, no, I just came too. Weird. I guess we <laughs> both are soulmates. We came at the same time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you stay hard after you come?
2: Uh, I can. Um, also, like, I've got a pretty good... So if it, like, shrinks an inch or two, no one can tell.
0: Oh, sorry, Mister Fucking Hung Cock over here. I don't like
2: it. It's dumb, but like it. <laughs> it it's dumb. Like oh. I like the, the fact that like one, you can't say that you have a big dick, or else it sounds like you're, uh huh, like like you're lying. David, are you trying to tell us something? But 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 also like, who gives a fuck? Like I, there are plenty of people like. Uh, really
0: you give a fuck you still haven't said anything oh no I have a big dick I have an 8 inch dick
2: I don't care Uh, I just don't like I hate the whole thing of like that it's like attached to some point of pride
0: Uh because it's It's like like but you are proud of it like you don't like that it's attached to pride as a concept but like you specifically are proud I, yeah, what? See, oh, there you go. Like,
2: it's dumb, it's dumb. It's dumb, you... Oh, it's 100% dumb. That's, that's the point, but also you could do, like, I assume, like, with angles and positions, it doesn't matter how big your dick is. Mm -hmm. I I don't know, you're right, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm coming from big dick privilege right now. Big dick privilege. (laughs) That's going in the (laughs) notebook. Big dick (laughs) privilege. Privi- might that
0: might be the title big, oh, big privilege great uh that's
2: what i need. you know what i did need this face associated with big dick privilege yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> really just i just like the idea of guys being like you need to check your privilege not all of us can reach that spot <laughs> <laughs>
0: someone today i was in one of the workshops at the sex expo was about fat sex and like i thought it was a great thing it was that's little, yeah that's laura, super fascinating laura delarado i think her name is i may have fucked up but uh, but but someone asked in the audience a question, and she said the phrase "thin privilege." I was like, oh, "Okay, now you lost me." I'm, uh, this hyphenate priv- this adjective hyphenate privilege craze. Sometimes goes like really, like okay, like fine, but also like really, you know, like I totally every I mean, new phrase, every new term. Well, it's
2: it's acknowledged. Like I mean, cue eye rolls from my audience. Like I sh- like by all intents and purposes, I should be fat. Like there's nothing about me that's like, like putting myself. Like if my, Why? Cause you eat
0: like shit. Yeah, you eat like exercise. shit. I don't exercise. So can I resent you? Do, am I allowed to hate you? Is, yeah, sure. Okay, but
2: awesome. uh, look, this is me acknowledging my thin privilege right now, and you hate me over it, and uh, you're wrong again. So there,
0: <laughs> I, I, SJW logic for you. Hell, uh,
2: but yeah. So like, I mean, by all, like I should be gross. Uh, there's like that, that was mean. Uh, when when did you realize you had a big dick? Uh it was it was like after like four or five girls went whoa <laughs> Okay because I'm like a small body, so even right. like a An a, average a, dick would look big on you. Yes. Yeah. But like a larger like
0: it was literally one of those things where they were just like what <laughs> like it's like not like there's also and the, actually the same exact reaction comes when it's a very tall man with a very very small dick uh, yeah same like, reaction. actually go what, what? <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so it's that weird thing
2: so they were it was just like but i don't know i've had sex with enough people that it's like you can get a sample size sure i mean uh i did get one time for christmas last year a girl uh took uh, a text she sent a love letter text to my dick and i was like i'm getting this framed as a joke uh but then she took that text and the text of me saying i'm getting this framed uh and printed it out and framed it and gave it to me for christmas nice i like that so like i like at a certain point it's like not it's not like listen fellas i'm the best it's like i just have a bigger one (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh-huh okay
0: and where where do you uh lack in in life
1: now that Black in life. Go, now that uh, we all dislike you. Uh, yeah, great. Uh, I,
0: I chronically,
2: uh, I'm very depressed. Uh, I good, d- good, yeah, good. <laughs> I, like I deal with that all the time. Uh, I'm pretty like I'm pretty angry. Like part of the reason I liked online dating so much is because I never learned how to like approach people well. Right. Like in high school or college, like I just didn't learn how to do that. So like, uh, I I have a lot of social anxiety. All Damn. the time. Um, do you get that? Does that carry over to sex
0: bar- do, do you go to sex parties or no? I, I haven't know. been. No. Okay. Because I get because the social anxiety that like I also have, say at a normal party, hundred <laughs> percent crosses over to the sex party. Um, and, it's, and that's like nothing, you can't get us drunk. It has nothing to do with the sex part. Is just the, these like, are people. I, fuck, are you I don't gonna care if it's Dungeons and, Dungeons and Dragons or or an orgy I'm gonna be nervous that's a group of people that I'm not all best friends with yeah exactly
2: it's that weird thing where you're like I would imagine an orgy I'd be like I don't know if I like I'm still sitting there on my phone like I don't know where to put it oh, in my I, have to, I have
0: to put my phone in the bag otherwise I will because the one time I did keep my phone on me I, I did find myself every once in a while going on my phone like no f- Bill, you're at a fucking orgy. You're at a you're, sex party. At minimum, you have porn, live porn all around you. How dare you take your phone out to check Twitter? <laughs> you have no new notifications. Stop pretending. They, I'm surprised they let you keep your phones and like, because they 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 say no uh, no taking pictures and whatnot. Well, obviously, even if it's of yourself, they're like, just don't take pictures. Yeah. So. But you don't see a lot of phones out at the, at least at Hacienda, I don't see a lot of phones out. I, uh, no, it's just, it's someone with like a belt,
2: like they're naked except for a belt and their holster with their phone. In burner it.
0: belts. Yeah. I mean, those are common. The burner belts. Really? So when I do see phones, I mean, that's not weird to be there. They have a phone. They have lube. They have condoms. They have gloves. Uh, one girl has balloons. <laughs> what? She's big on balloons. She's a balloon gal. Shout outs to balloon girl. <laughs> we like balloon gal. Um, she's good people. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so, so you so, did yeah, the oral, I, was I mean, say- also,
2: I'm a huge nerd and like just a weird person who like. Uh, I realized recently I've sent. Uh, I'm. I never send a dick pic unasked for. Like I'm very big. Like uh-huh. I'm. I have no problem with them. But if you want to see it, just ask. Sure. Uh hear that tweet at me. Uh no, but uh, but I will unprompted send a bunch of board game pictures to people. I <laughs> I said uh, unsolicited board game pics, which is just to show off my massive. Throbbing board game collection, of like forty games, Ugh. and who's that's turned.
0: Wh- who's turned on right now? Everyone. I think that's
2: way grosser. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Whatever. You play settlers of Catan like an amateur.
0: Whatever. I'm stepping my game up to play Risk. Oh, I've never played before, but I know. But I know I'm gonna win.
2: Risk is not great either no but no it's a bunch of dice oh well you ran. want me to play
0: that fucking weird space game that you, took up three hours i'll never get back cosmic encounter was great i was with james Ru- and what do you? yeah like? and J- james and domian also didn't like it <laughs> james and domian had the courage to leave that's fair and that was the only moment when i also felt like i could leave because like well the guy who's been on comedy central uh kicked it in after an hour and a half <laughs> and then and then i was like <laughs> I'll never get that. That ruined that Thanksgiving for me. Oh, it I did not ruin that cr- Thanksgiving. I showed up at the creek in the cave, which is a commie place community in, in the city, and they had like this, they closed the place down and have a big Thanksgiving Day party. Yeah. And I wasn't talking to my family, so I went there. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll go see comics, I'll be like around people. And you got me Oh, we're gonna play skin. I was like, Oh great, how long? You I was like a half hour? He's like, Yeah, an hour tops. Uh, Fucking like almost three hours later. I forget that you playing. play
2: I forget if you play with people who aren't good, it takes longer.
0: Or yeah, it's a complicated, weird fucking what what's the board? give it a shot. Cosmic
2: Encounter. It's one of the best games of all time. It's not one of the it best is. games it's of all 100%. time. It's a hundred
0: percent. Not even close. Uh, it's been around since the seventies. It's that doesn't make it good. No, uh, but it's outlasting. Racism has been around longer and it's worse. Yeah, risk has been around
2: longer and it's worse. But also like that's, that's uh, Saying that's, it's
0: been around since the seventies doesn't make it great.
2: No, but it it well, Roger no.
0: Stones has been Roger Stone has been around since the seventies. And look what he did.
2: Yeah, but so was I. Don't know someone good. Uh, Gandhi was around in the seventies, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> when he got it. When was Gandhi alive? Gandhi was
0: like the imperial age, like back when we had like empires. Yeah, that's fair. That was like back like before World War One. Was he before? <laughs> yeah, because like he was part of like the resistance that helped the English, like not make India a colony.
2: Yeah, you're right. That makes sense. Uh, okay. Fact proven. Uh, I'm sure other good people so, are alive yeah, in the 70s. So that, and, then,
0: and so like three hours later, I the place is packed. They have football on. I go in and play this game in this like office. And then three hours later, I think somebody won or we all quit. I, think, I won. Oh, but- yeah, you won. Oh, <laughs> and then I go out and like, there's maybe 12 people in the whole place and the football's over. I was pretty drunk and, at that point. Uh, and my Thanksgiving was ruined. Oh, <laughs> uh, it wasn't, it
2: was a, look, you just don't understand the joys of Cosmic Encounter. I,
0: clearly not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you, so you had said last week during the, the oral auditions, you said that uh, you literally Googled like how to uh, Yeah, and pussy, like right? Well,
2: and so I like, I, yeah, I just Googled it and there's like a million articles about
0: because it. Because Porno Jim, he just recorded a bonus episode uh that people can hear on patreon he uh he found some he stumbled upon some book when he was 17 in like the library remember he's old like yeah like that was the internet our ages combined right yeah and he 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 just found this like erotica book that's been out of print for forever and that taught him how to be good at sex yeah you know
2: it's it's one of those things it's like if you just take the time and treat it like a skill you can learn yeah
0: that's all it it's it's, it's like like chess you know practice oh, memorize your opening moves um learn different techniques learn different uh, styles
2: based on how they're going yeah exactly yes, exactly like chess <laughs> it's exactly like chess and by that i mean the homeless dudes in the park are the best at it
0: <laughs> <laughs> tuesday oh man they, i was gambling for seven hours last night playing backgammon with those guys what yeah they also play backgammon if you want a backgammon game in new york you pretty much exclusively have to go to like union square Really, how much did you make any money or uh, I beat one guy for I ended up up a point, but I had to pay that point to the guy whose board it was. Like, there's like because like we were playing on someone else's board, so you have to like pay to, you have to like rent board. the board, kind of like you basically each pay a point, whatever you're playing for, you pay a point's worth. So you won, you so won. I basically I, I didn't make anything, I didn't lose anything. Like, that's the, pretty good. The Five dollars I won, had to go to him, but it was fine. Then I played another guy for like many hours and. I was up a point until the last three games where out of nowhere he wins 27. He ends up up 27 points. I think you got hustled. Anyways. Yeah. That doesn't interest anybody about sex. Hey. Uh- um, <laughs> so wait, so what did you think of the oral auditions that thing? Because I asked you to do it. That's a weird request to ask. So um, I held back on asking you because I've, because I knew in my head, I knew I was going to ask Jim as the ringer. I was like, I should probably ask David, but I don't know. Like, well, it's a weird, wanna... it's a weird request. Because like, I know you, you know? Yeah.
2: I mean, so the thing was, uh, I saw the original thing and it was like 30 and up. And I'm like, I'm not 30. So.
0: And at the time I only did that because the initial people who said they wanted to do it were all in their 20s and I wanted some variety. But then all the dudes in their 20s fucking bailed because they're fucking lame. Because they're in, in their, their 20s. 20s. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, they're, so like...
0: then I reached out to you because I was like, well, now that I could use some age diversity send in yeah send in the kid yeah send in the kid. kid stays in the picture
2: ah yeah, pussy tastes like apple juice uh <laughs> that's a that's a Pat Oswald quote about sure. that book anyway okay. uh I uh
0: what was your thoughts when I hit you up about it
2: uh like it was one of those things where like because I kind of figured out that you were doing like because you said Cause stuff I posted about, it on Facebook yeah you yeah. posted on Facebook and I was like. <laughs> Honestly, my first response, my first thought was just like, all right, it's good that my brand works. Uh, uh. <laughs> like, I, I come off, like, I'm sex positive. I want, like, I I really like fucking on a first date just because it's like, well, let's learn if we actually are into each other, if it's not just like, because I feel like as a dude, like, a lot of times, like, you'll have sex and you'll just be like, I came and now I know exactly how I feel about a person. <laughs> Like, whether it's good or bad, like, sometimes you realize how much you like a person. Like, after you come, you realize how much you like a person as a dude
0: or or something you said after you come you become super truthful and honest which i heard uh yeah it wasn't it didn't make the podcast but no when yeah. i was editing the moans that phone was in there to record yeah and so it has the entire encounter that's the whole thing including yeah. like your little bit of small talk but i i told everyone we're not going to use any small talk from i appreciate that yeah but, but i
2: literally did say that i was like if you ever want a guy they're most honest make them come
0: and i was thinking like why is that not an interrogation tactic why is that not CIA-level interrogation? Like, you just have, like, a, <laughs> yeah, torture works, but if you make this guy come, like, he'll, he'll all of
2: a sudden, like, especially if they're, like, in, like, some kind of terror, like, where they're just all bent up sexual frustration. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any terrorist, uh, no matter religion, like, white guy terrorism in the U.S., a lot of it, no one's ever been like, you know what, I'm getting laid too much. This has to stop. And gun brings out a gun.
0: Yeah you know and send so send, send them some some sex workers let's get these girls some work some legalized work yeah uh, let them do some good for their country as well i mean uh, yeah if you like uh, like if you got someone
2: like who was a like a criminal guy and you ha- like you had he had sex like three times a week all of a sudden, he's going to tell that girl a lot of things he's not supposed Don't to tell.
0: Brag. Her. Uh, but yeah, I th- that should be a new interrogation tactic. Uh, yeah, look, CIA, hire me. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm very bookable in yeah. the CIA. I'm bookable. I've got avails.
0: <laughs> Except for this one night, I have a check spot I really want to do. Yeah, I got a check spot at Broadway I have to do. But otherwise. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And so, and so when you showed up to the apartment, was there any, like,
2: it was, it was really nice. Like, I don't know. I don't go up to Harlem or not Harlem, the Bronx. Bronx, And it was like, it was a great apartment. It was just this cool little, although it's so funny. The amount that New York apartments look like they're like, like the shining on the outside. Like they have like, like that weird dilapidated feel everywhere, like in a murder scene. And then you open up the door and every apartment's nice. Yeah. It's just the hallways are such garbage.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. But, like, was it weird to, like, know that, like, I was sitting there outside? No, nah, I don't think about it. Like, nah? when I'm, when I'm, like, especially, it's like
2: Billy's cool. He knows what's going on. He's got an intern. She knows what's going on. <laughs> uh, the only moment where it was a little uh, strange was when I walked out and there was another dude there. And, and I was you like, knew him. What? No, and, I didn't know him.
0: Oh, you didn't know? Oh, you two didn't know each other? Because you're both
2: comics. Yeah, I found that out. Yeah. But, uh, believe it or not, there's like thousands of us. Uh <laughs> So it was that I went in and I was just like, like, oh, your turn. uh right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you would have done differently? Um, I don't like for what it was. Like, I mean, I feel like it's like all that thing, uh, gone earlier. I don't know. Like, <laughs> gone earlier. Because <laughs> like literally as you hear her talk about it, she's just like. Uh, like, she's just like, well, look, I got like, I got the one guy, like the one guy did three off the bat and then she's just like, I'm like, this is a lot. But you
0: also followed the worst guy. That's true. Which must've been helpful. I guess.
2: I don't know. Give her a break, but not really. Cause you're just in your head getting tired. Like if you ever had a blow job where
0: you're like, I'm not going to come from this. Yeah. And then I stop it. Right. But also I wasn't like mandated to keep getting it. For yeah. A that's what I'm
2: saying. Like, so it's like an exhausting thing. And it's like, I, I like, I don't know. I feel like it's on the other side. It's such a, like with guys coming and whatever, it's like, Oh, it's easy. You just sure. guys will come at a moment's notice, whatever. So it's like, if you tell someone they're not going to do it, they're like, I didn't do the easiest thing. Uh. <laughs> Like I've had people like, like I've had people be like, I'm not going to cut They just start trying harder and I'm like,
0: this is it. That's, That's not, not what a, I meant. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, did anything like shock you or surprise you in listening to, all, whether it be your section or other people's? I mean,
2: the smoking thing, uh, yeah, smoking. was, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, that was the weirdest part. Also is just like a thing of like, um, cause she was like, oh, I told him to do it. And I was like, I think I'm doing that. She kept saying right there. So I was like, I think I'm doing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, for the most part, no, nah, I was, I mean, sex is, it's just like wet parts rubbing on wet parts. <laughs> like, oh, so romantic. <laughs> I mean, be romantic about it. I'm like a robot. That's the other so, thing. So, yeah,
0: are you romantic? Because you're, poly- you're a polyamorous guy, right? Yeah, polyamorous uh, I, like, I,
2: don't, I like, I don't, like, I don't know. I'm like, I've, I'm open to all, t- like, because my last relationship was monogamous because that's what she wanted to be and I really wanted to be with her at that moment. And did, were you able to do that? Uh well so Uh-oh. sort of uh oh no she went to Europe uh for Uh-oh. three months and was like let's open up the relationship because she knew that I had done I'm like great I know how to do that you want to go fuck guys in Europe great you should go that should be part of your like rom- that like- should be on every European trip itinerary yeah it's like I'm gonna go fuck people from another country yeah like, great you're gonna go to France it's romantic as shit there go fuck other people yeah. and then I I fucked other people here. And then, uh, when she came back, uh, she had not fucked anyone. Okay. But I had fucked sure. a, a bunch of people. Cause it was like three months. Like, yeah. uh, and she, uh, was furious at it. Found out that her number wasn't actually 12. It was four, including me.
0: What do you mean? Her, her like sex. What number. do you mean? She realized her number. was No, I realized uh, I found out. Oh, she had she, lied to you. She had lied. She made herself
2: sluttier to match you. Well, not to match, but uh, or trying to to, <laughs> to like seem like it's not like I've only been with three people. Oh my!
0: Nice. Most ways, like, usually it's the other way around, right? Normally, women are trying to like make their numbers smaller. Yeah,
2: normally, it, but she made it bigger because she was just, like. But then it was that weird moment. Where it was like, oh, you've only fucked for love, right? And that's like you never like when you say twelve. I assume there's like a couple shitty guys like in there, and I like I think that's. But I was like, oh, you've only had sex with people you're like in love with, right? And I didn't know that. I was like, I would never have agreed to an open relationship sure. for three months if I had known that you were this way. <laughs> Ooh. And then how, how'd that play out? Uh, th- that, was it. that was pretty that was much it. it. That, that was, was pretty much She shut down and it was done. Okay. How yeah. long were you all dating? Like, uh, I, at that point, it was like nine months, six, nine months. Sure, sure. Or it was like six months of dating and then she went and then it was like nine total. So,
0: so you're capable of monogamy. I get. I don't like it. You know, but you don't like it. No, I like. I mean, like it? by capable, I mean we're all physically capable. Like in, you know, like in theory, like a heterosexual person is capable of doing homosexual acts and vice versa. But yeah. Like, do we like it? Uh, who like, knows? Yeah. Right. Like, uh, there's all that. But, like, but yeah, it's
2: it's definitely not my preferred. Also, like, I feel like I've become so much more emotionally aware of myself since doing polyamory. Uh-huh. Like, you start expanding, you start learning, you start growing. My first uh, polyamorous relationship. We started off as a hookup with this...
0: Uh, I I LARPed for a while. Oh, yeah, you fucking... That, like, look... Live-action role-play. hey oh, pussies are wet. Uh, they should be, because
2: LARPing's great. Uh... <laughs> No, that's where I learned how to get laid. That's where I started getting laid with LARP events because it was a different place where I was at the top twenty-five percent of the bottom twenty-five percent of social people.
0: Uh, (laughs) Top twenty-five percent of the bottom (laughs) twenty-five percent.
2: Yeah, it's uh, like it's just it's a bunch of awkward nerds, and believe it or not, there are women who are also awkward nerds. So we're all just chatting, and then uh, a friend of mine. So there was this uh, woman I had been flirting with for like years, but she always had a boyfriend and me at 19 was like I'll just wait this out and then we'll get together when you don't have a boyfriend and we'll be uh, we'll go out and it'll be great uh and then like 3 4 years we'd just flirt it was fun like we were I was in other things it wasn't like it was just like a consist it wasn't like I will wait for you madam on the peak on the stoop right it was just like oh we'd see each other but she always seemed to be in a relationship uh and then uh i was we, uh, my friend, got back from the military. who was a friend of mine from the LARP game, and he, we were sitting, we were drinking ice one fifty one, and eating what I learned to be what I learned after having three of them were pot cookies, which I never had before. Okay, so we're we're hanging out, we're just chatting and like getting real drunk in the middle of the day, and then all of a sudden, girl, I have a crush hug like, pops out, and uh, the guy is like, "Oh, have you met my wife?" And I'm like, "That was quick. You just got back. Holy shit." But I don't want to say anything. I don't want to be like, that was fucking, how the fuck does that happen? And then we're cool, but I'm like, well, I guess that's over. And then uh, another uh, woman walks by, and me, my friend checks him out. He, uh, checks her out, and he's just like, you know what? Uh, best part about being in an open marriage, I can have sex with other people. And then he's a nice
0: way. It's like a cute way of trying to like slip that in there. That which, was super unforced. Sure. <laughs> no, it was great. Like it was,
2: but he was just like, we we're just drinking, hanging out. It wasn't yeah, like yeah. he wasn't telling me about his wife. He was telling me about that. Like, I can fuck that person if I want to. It's great. Right, but
0: you didn't know he was in an open marriage until he just said that. Yeah. Yeah. But which is were, kind of a way of saying to you, hey, if you were flirting with my wife, like, don't let me stop you. Maybe. I don't think it was that thought out for okay. him. Because he literally posed,
2: because. Uh, uh, he posts up for a high five after he says it, and his his thought is, uh, like, I'm going to – I can have sex with strangers, and my first thought was, I'm going to bang your wife. Because <laughs> that was the first – I was like, oh, she has been flirting with me this whole time, and then uh, we would just start casually hooking up. But you know that, like, that moment where you're, like, casually with someone, but it's uh, – it's very sweet, like it's a very sweet thing. But like, so you have sex, and then like the moments in between the sex are like just as good. And they have sex again. And, like right. we would do that like all night, and it was amazing. And then uh, like we we saw each other a bunch, and then uh, the big week. There's a weekly event that happens. We've been seeing each other like six months, and I'd always wanted to do mushrooms. I'd never done them before, yeah. and so she was like, "Well, I've done them. You can do them with me. It'll be really, it'll be sweet." So we do them, and it's amazing. And uh, during that time, like. Mushrooms are just poisoning yourself. That's all it is. Yeah, that's why
0: I never do them because I can't get past that. This like logical thing where it's like, yeah, but I'm poisoning myself in a very small dose. Like that. You should try it. It would. It might be good for you. I can't like, get past that. Like, don't part do it, it now
2: during a breakup. That's the worst time oh, to do God. it. Last time I did it during a breakup, uh, I was convinced that uh, my girlfriend was an assassin trying to kill me. Uh, <laughs> that's a different story, dude.
0: I got. I. I thought that sober watching JFK falling asleep in the middle and waking up and thought like, Oh wait, I know too much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. But you should, try. I, I, I
0: highly enjoy endorse- it. Well, so here's the crazy
2: part uh, of that. So, uh, so it's like you're poisoning your body, but like a lot of like all your insecurities and anxieties just start to fade away. Uh, and like all this emotional, uh, I was very emotionally uh, not intolerant, inactive. I don't, I'm trying to think of the right word. Sure. Like uh, unavailable. I was very emotionally unavailable for a very long time because I just got bullied the fuck out of me and all that kind of faded away. And I was able to say, I love you for the first time to a woman. Wow. Yeah. To LARP chick. Yeah. Yeah. That's her name, LARP chick. <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> I assume
0: you're not gonna name her. So like I call uh, yeah, her. Yeah, no, that's chick. fair. Yeah, she,
2: <laughs> she, she she values her privacy. She lives on a commune now. Not a commune. She she calls it the a, commune.
0: A co op, A Baptist co op cult? No, she, it's
2: her and her uh husband and uh her boyfriend all live together on this like they call it the commune, but that's just it be like what state is it in?
0: Michigan. Okay, it's not the one I'm thinking of.
2: No. Now I've given enough details if you know them. There's one in them. North
0: Carolina that like I hear is like prevalent.
2: No, but she's not she's not like a. it's not a real commune. They just kind of live their sure. life in that way. And it's okay. really sweet. It's great. Um and like I still care, but it was like distance got in the way, and then like dating someone else who like you fall in love with, and not to say you can't love two people because I did, but when the one relationship goes bad because they're like, it's really this other girl's fault, it's hard to keep everything like balanced.
0: Sure, sure. You know what I mean? A little bit. I mean, I've never. I I, I, I I saw. I dated two women at the same time, but I didn't have two girlfriends at the same time. And uh, as I would, I would soon learn that that was the beginning of the the, the, the downfall. Well, it's, um,
2: uh, they met because uh, I was like, "You guys, I love you, and I love you. What could go wrong?" And uh, it turns out, isn't. if someone's new to polyamory, a lot can go wrong.
0: And even and, and and even if they're not new to polyamory, like you know, people keep going like, uh, "How do you not get jealous?" It's like polyamorous people get jealous sometimes. But it's all processing because jealousy's but,
2: insecurity
0: may manifesting. True, and it's just about how you deal with it. And you know, we're all prone to being human and making mistakes, and you know, oh, maybe not doing totally. the process properly. So I just wanted to say when you said like, if someone's new to poly, it's going to go wrong, and if they're not new to poly, oh, that'll be great because oh, but it can, yeah, you know, it could also yeah. go wrong. Yeah, yeah especially
2: yeah, yeah. if it, not everybody's on the same level, or but it's all like, I mean, jealousy is all just managing insecurity. That's what yeah. I had to learn so it's much always. of like. Uh, like there are been women who are like, fine, I'll go fuck someone else, and I'm like, like as like a way to like make me
0: jealous, and they'd be like, that's not gonna work on me. Yeah, it turns I'm out I'm just be happy for you.
2: I'm like, great, I'm glad you could do that. I practice compersion. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Time for the fan whore appreciation moment. Oh yeah, this is the part of the podcast where I like to thank some of the members of my fan whore community on Patreon. If you don't know what Patreon is, well, you're missing out. It's a great, fantastic way to support me and the work that I'm doing with this podcast. And some of these people supporting me right now are Daisy R., who's, a, who's a, from what I can tell by the way she does puns in her Twitter handle, is a very naughty person. Get it? Not because she does kink and she's making knots with the ropes. <laughs> thank you so much for your pledge, darling. Um, also, thank you to a man I like to call Big Dick Derek in Philadelphia. And I call him that because of that. Uh, You know what I mean. Look, in the Champagne Room, which is our super secret Facebook group for the patrons, we have something called Flagpole Friday. It's the only post I try to actively avoid each week, but sometimes it pops up. And the thing I've learned about Derek is the man is packing. Thanks, buddy, for pledging and, I guess, sharing your cock with the world. (laughs) Thank you to Charles A. Holy shit, I am so uh, excited to meet you and your wife. At Manhorkon, it's going to be so much fun. Uh, thank you for being so incredibly generous and supportive. And for your, like, exceptionally good taste in pens. Finally, uh, shout out and thank you to the new guy, Clint W. Man, thank you for your pledge. Thank you for supporting independent content creators. And you, too, can join the club for as little as $1 per month. For that dollar, not only are you supporting me, but you also get access to bonus episodes of the Man Whore Podcast and our super secret Facebook group, The Champagne Room. Become a member today by visiting Patreon.com slash Man Podcast. That's Patreon patreo com slash Man Podcast. Now let's get back to me and David Piccolo Minin. <laughs> that that's not how you say his say his name it's it's david piccolomini you have you have a podcast called tinder tales tinder
2: tales yeah all about online dating
0: but you know from a from a straight white dude do we need another sex podcast with another one of you us me <laughs> uh
2: she's all right uh this got this got uh, this got very uh indicative real quick i, I kid <laughs> no i if know I... but it's it. well the thing is like there's no online dating podcast. True. There's sex podcasts that have online, that will talk about online dating because right. it's impossible to ignore at this point, but there's nothing that focuses on that. And that's where, like, that braggy, whatever, I get laid a lot. Like, and it's because I got good at mm-hmm. doing it from the internet. Like, yeah. I learned how to make a profile that does it, that, like, people think you have to create a perfect profile. It's They're like, not. no, you have to create a perfect profile for you. Exactly. Uh, which, like... I can't,
0: some, you, you can't make a David Piccolomini profile for someone else. Like it may, for some people maybe, but for other people, they, you know, some people are like, Oh, you got to make a funny page. If you're not funny, it doesn't don't matter. make a funny profile because then you're going to show, you're going to sell funny. She's going to show up and you're going to be not funny. So don't be funny in your profile if you're not but, a funny person. But like what, like, like people feel like they need
2: to sell themselves in a certain way. Like my profile is a little, but like on my profile, like Especially Bumble right now is what I use the most. Bumble is great. that's why
0: I was using until we broke up, and now I don't want to see anybody.
2: It's great, like, cool, yeah. Billy. We get it. You're sad. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you?
0: Everyone commenting uh, under my Facebook post? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, look,
2: uh, look. I've been in codependent cycles, and they're not fun. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> yeah.
0: Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like going through show. cocaine withdrawal, except for for a longer period of time. Yeah. Um. But but but. Oh, no one, so, no, no, no podcast tackle it, but you find it interesting, or have you noticed that there really aren't? I can't name a lot outside of you, me, and maybe one other straight white dudes talking about sex in a sex positive way on the internet. I don't know, I don't follow, I don't look for
2: it though, but also, I don't, don't, don't see cons- it. You
0: don't consume that stuff?
2: Well, I, I listen to some of it. Uh, I mean, like, actually, there's a like. I listen to mostly like comedy podcasts and stuff. Okay. And then like I listen to some stuff and I read a lot of art because like I'm now friends with like sex therapists and like people right. who are like sex writers and stuff like uh, like shout out to Gigi Engel. She's super great. As Oh, a yeah. I
0: follow her on Twitter. She's great. Yeah, she's
2: amazing. And so she posts all sorts of stuff. So I always keep current. I keep reading about the stuff. But a lot of times with podcasts, I want something I can kind of turn my head off and laugh at.
0: I need to do more of that, but I keep getting caught up in the fucking world that we're in. Yeah, Um, that's fair. But I find it internet, because, like, the sex world, like, guys who look or like us are typically on, like, here's how to get laid podcasts, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what either of us do. No, well, I I mean, mine's partially, but it's. Ours have the, like, outcome of that. Like, you can learn that from us, but I don't feel like that's the purpose.
2: No, I mean, mine's, mine's like, uh, I, like, Part I mean, part of mine is like, I I think women make better guests on my podcast in general because they have more experience with like the weirder dating stuff because like a lot of times guys don't even, they're so inside their head, they don't even realize they're fucking up because they're just like, what? I just did what I always do that works 3% of the time. (laughs) And but they've sent that out to the other 90%, 7% of women are like. This is horrible. Yeah. Who would do something like this? But you're not like a pickup artist or anything. No. God, no. Absolutely not. Right. But there-
0: in, did you fall down that rabbit hole at all in your youth because you were this googly, trying to be good with uh, women guy? I mean, my in like, okay, so here's what I'll say. Because uh, if you search, how do I be good with women? You pick pickup artists, up artists will show up. So the thing
2: people don't understand about the game is it's done by a guy who's not a pickup artist right right right
0: he was just like he was just a weird
2: he was a nerdy guy who went into the world got into deep and then got out of it the beginning of the book is literally the pickup artist who he admires yeah is a guy who's like threatening to kill himself because he's so deeply depressed and upset right because there's nothing in it i feel like pickup artists like they have good some good advice if you just want to learn how to be a more engaging speaker and learn how to talk to people in an engaging way I'm not talking about nagging. I'm talking about other things. uh, Like, like just like the best ways to make eye contact and like just like stuff like that where it's like, hey, make sure when you're saying certain things, you're making eye contact. Yeah, otherwise, right. it'll come off as disingenuous. It's basic social psychology stuff. Yeah. But also they always forget the last key part in any pickup art. It's always like, okay, do this, do this, do this. But also remember that like she's a person and they always they always forget to add that part. And that's the most important part. Exactly. Is like also you're talking to human beings with thoughts and feelings who like are like care about things. And so if you just try and like be like, I'm going to fuck like it doesn't do anything for you. Like you just I feel like you need to get laid. Like you need to have sex with like 30 different people. And then you just realize none of that work. You're just like, oh, now it's empty. Right. I feel like Cause like uh, For dudes I don't know Like I threw out a number Like 30 But like Once you hit a certain point You just start realizing Like oh this is fun But like If I If it sucks Being around that person All the other time Then we shouldn't Be It doesn't matter About that kind of stuff I don't know I, I'm like a, I'm a weird romantic Uh <laughs> I'm, a r- robot. Yeah, Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a romantic said. robot. I'm like I'm very pragmatic. I'm like, if one equals one, then it is love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, what's something interesting you've learned from doing Tinder tales?
2: Oh man, uh, I mean, just like I feel like like we we everybody knows it, but the amount of like people who are just awful at online dating <laughs> is insane. Like it's just it's amazing. Like that you just like they exist all the time, everywhere, and they just have no idea how to use it. Um, I've learned a lot about like all the different types of dating apps. Uh, cause it's like, if you've got a thing, there's someone else who has that thing and there might be a website about it. Right. I did a game on the live episode I just did yesterday, uh, where I, I made up like 12 date. I made up six dating sites and I had six real ones and you had to guess which one was the real one. Oh,
0: I love that. Well, uh, what should I ask like for one or two of the fake ones or one or two of the real ones? Or I can give you, just I listen? give you. Just you just can, yeah, but like uh like <laughs> there was one that was a matchup
2: of it was a uh, uh it was like diaperpersonals.com. Oh gosh. Uh diapermates.com, that's what it was. Or uh uh HIV dot com. Take a guess. Uh the diaper babies is fake. Nope, other way. You thought HIV okay with
0: is <laughs> real?
2: I was kinda
0: hoping so. <laughs>
2: I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But like we play games like that. And like, so you learn like, it's just so much deeper in that. And I, my, I mean, like, I'm sure if I listened to the first couple episodes of me doing the podcast, I'd be like, wow, you had a lot to learn. Right. But now like that I've done so much like of it, like there's so many stuff, like always be asking questions. That's like, cause that's, uh, I mean, that's just in general. People want to talk about themselves. Yeah, that's yeah. like what being a good podcaster. Just ask them a bunch of questions and let them talk. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm learning how to do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> although, like, my guests are like 50 50 because sometimes, like, they just, they're like, I don't know how to talk on a microphone. I'm like, okay, I'm going to carry the weight here. Oh, I've done it. Yeah. And then other times they're great at it, but I just, like, interrupt them because I'm an ass yeah uh, <laughs> listen, I don't think That's my where, voice is being heard yeah yeah <laughs> whose fucking show is this? <laughs> uh, but I have over the years learned to like you know
2: shut up a little bit yeah more you just yeah, enough. you kind of relax into it if they if they're yeah. enthused about something, you could you can tell that kind of stuff
0: or like if they're about to cry Billy, maybe don't fucking say something dumb in the middle. let them have their emotional moment. Uh, that happened once. That was like an, er- an early episode. She was like episode 14. She's like starting to tear up and I forget. I said something. It wasn't like dumb. I don't think I was trying to be funny, but like I interrupted what was clearly her starting to- like a very personal moment. Yeah. And, it was, and like Whoa. I was listening to it while I was editing, just shouting into the ether. Billy, shut the fuck up. Stop it. Stop it. Let her have this. <laughs> just let her talk um yeah man. <laughs> well well dave thanks for coming on this is great you, uh man. yeah you got you came on twice in one month or twice great. yeah look uh you Fantastic. know like if i can i try and come twice uh, <laughs> uh nice uh people can find the Tinder Tales podcast
2: Tinder Tales podcast on uh facebook itunes Tinder Tales on itunes um also
0: excuse you we call it apple podcast now okay be politically correct okay <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm sorry i misidentified a, an app <laughs>
0: um,
2: but uh also uh at piccolomini on twitter tell me what you hate it tell me what you, you want to spell that for them p-i-c-c-o-l-o-m-i-n-i or p-i-c-c-o-l-o-m-e-a-n-y
0: and i will have a link for that in the show notes I appreciate. Don't y'all worry. It. yeah
2: also, I run a bunch of shows, but uh, like uh, Ambush Comedy every week at Two Boots in Williamsburg. We give away free beer from 8 to 8.30. Nice. And then 8.30 to 10, it's an awesome show.
0: Oh, that's that sounds like a really
2: fun deal. Yeah, it's really great. We get people from like Conan and Last Comic Standing and yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Okay. That's all oh. my plugs.
0: Well, Dave, thanks for coming on. Why do say goodbye to everybody? Oh,
2: goodbye, everybody.
0: Oh, that was a really fun one. Definitely check out David's podcast, Tinder Tales, uh, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to this show. Uh, and if you want a good episode to start with, you can always start with mine. Uh, October, I'm I'm not going to go through the usual plugs that I do at the end of every episode because Manhorcon is fast approaching and I really want to see some of you there. Uh, we've got a great group of listeners coming on out. It's going to be a party and you're going to want to be a part of it. Take another look at your finances. Take another look at your paid uh, time off of work. Take another look at your vacation schedule. And if you can, decide to make a trip to New York City for a fun weekend with yours truly. Tickets to manhorcon are still available at manhorpod.com slash tickets. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Uh, the slate is finally full. We know what we're doing. It's going to be a blast. If you can't make the whole weekend, but you can come down for a day, October 8th, I really, really want to see y'all pack out the People's Improv Theater for Manhor Podcast live, okay? This is my first time doing a live podcast. I could really use your support uh, really more than anything else I've ever asked you to do. So please uh, tell your friends, bring a, bring a group of people. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be sex toy giveaways. You're going to see me embarrass myself with four of my exes. Uh, and we're going to also do something I like to call the Motor Bunny Challenge. Which I can't tell you about until you get to the show. Tickets for just the live podcast are available at manhorpod.com/slash live. If you are attending ManhorCon, guess what? Your weekend pass includes admission to the live show. Uh, and all those people who attend the live podcast get a complimentary glass of wine from our sponsor at Wink. Just to tell you a couple things about Wink, Wink is a wine subscription company. Uh, you take a little test online, and based off of your answers, they they pair and match you with wines, which is perfect for a guy like me, because I don't know shit about wine. I know I like drinking wine, but like I don't know anything about them. I don't know how to pick wine. So Wink takes the guesswork out of it for you, and they pick wines to match your taste palette. And they're offering you $20 off your first month if you go to trywink.com slash manwhore. Uh, it's a little tricky spelling. It's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C dot com slash man whore. Give it a try. What do you got to lose? They're giving you $20 off, okay? Um, enjoy yourselves. Next week, we got Cam Poder and Karen Lee Poder, uh, the, the co-host of Sex Talk with my mom. This week, I've got Ithaca and Chocolate and Getting Over My Ex. And, uh, but for you all, I'm sure you got fun things planned, so do them. And stay slutty.